Hello everybody, welcome to Miles Creative Project and you're listening to Anita Miles. Springtime is here and the first day of the flowery season is also the international day of poetry. This podcast is also dedicated to poems and I know that I've read just a few of them, but I'll try my best. Anyway, what is the first thing that comes in your mind when I say poetry? Mm. Most of you will say that you don't like it, and I know, I appreciate the honesty. Poetry is the heart of creating poems and is a linguistic expression of mixed feelings which people from all cultures can identify with. Just think about the different types of poetry that trended during history and undergone transformations, from sonnets to rap lyrics. Poetry has changed forms, but the core purpose remained the same, exploring the human condition and emotions through words. The first forms of poetry were sung and passed on orally, and rooted mainly from Greeks, but they were not the first. This culture determined three great genres of poetry. Lyrical, dramatic and epic. Lyrical poetry is an expression of the subjectivity, feelings, emotions and reflection of poetic voice. Epic poetry narrates the extraordinary deeds of heroes whose behavior makes them a model of virtue. Brave, noble, loyal. Some examples are the Odyssey and Iliad, written by Homer, or also the Frenzy of Orlando that I've mentioned in the love episode. Dramatic poetry is written in verse, involving in an experience or a set of situations creating tension, conflict and expectation. Depending on the purpose, it's divided into comedy, tragedy and drama. Nowadays, could be called plays. All three genres changed, but most importantly, lyricals has evolved over the centuries. And I should mention the Italian movements of Sicilian school, Dolce Stil Novel, Corlella, Parochism, but also Romanticism, Transrealism, and so many others from other parts of the world creating different forms of lyrical poems. And I'd like just to pick some of them. Are you ready? Firstly, sonnets that were not invented by Shakespeare, but by Giacomo Dalentini in the 13th century in Italy. And the most popular structure was 14 lines with 11 syllables per line, ordered into groups of four verse and two groups of three verses. The first quatrain of the following sonnets is something that you should have learned by heart at my high school. Tanto gentil e tanto onesta pare, la donna mia quando l'altrui saluta, che ogni lingua deve tremando muta e gli occhi non l'ardiscono di guardare. Dante Alighieri describes her angelic and platonic lover Beatrice. 
extremely beautiful and gentle is this woman that people became suddenly mute and nobody dared to look at her. Just read it if you have the possibility. For Dante and his unrequested love. Advice to the man. Do not just dream, but take actions. Next one is the Aiko. Originated in Japan, but today is written by authors worldwide. Its beauty often becomes the bane of impatient writers. You know, capturing a single moment or experience in just three lines and 70 syllables or less. It's hard. The patron saint of Aiku is Matsusho Bashu. I don't know if I pronounce well, but the following is a translated haiku written by him. The spring aids, the scent was already in the hair, the moon and the yum. Spring night with the moon in the haze is a particularly evocative image with the yum that is a plume tree. The next one is Irish and it's called Limerick. It consists of five lines which have the purpose of making laugh, but usually is nonsense. A sort of drinking song popularized by Edward Lear in the 19th century, and the following example describe its function. The limerick packs love anatomical into space and it's quite economical. The good ones I've seen so seldom are clean, and the clean ones so seldom are comical. Next, it's a famous lyrical poem for the ballad, which came from La Chanson Française, whose structure is often used for songs. Ballads in poetry or storytelling divided in three parts. Firstly, setting the scene. Second, developing the story and at the end bringing the story to resolution. This is the typical structure. One of my favorite ballads in Italian poetry is the one from Angelo Poliziano, whose text, a sort of invitation to enjoy love and love till is possible, and reprise the rose as a symbol of women's beauty. Imitrovai Fanciullo un bel mattino is the title. The ballad has always enjoyed a direct relationship with music. Mm, let me think which ballad song I can share with you. Just listen. Staring at the ceiling in the dark Same old empty feeling in your heart Cause love comes slow and it goes so fast Will you see you when you fall asleep But never to touch and to keep cause you loved her too much and you dive too deep We only need the light when it's burning low Only miss the sun when it starts to snow Only know you love her when you let her go Only know you've been high when you're feeling low Only hate the road when you're missing home Only know you love her when you let her go and this was Let Her Go by Passengers. This emotional ballad teaches that only after you've lost something or someone, 
you can truly see and appreciate what you had or what you meant to each other. Anyway, the last example is a modern and open forum called Free Earth, because you have the freedom to choose whatever words, patterns and rhythm you want. It tends to follow the rhythm of natural speech. Wait a minute. I can see another connection with the music. There is a similarity to freestyle and rap. Just think about no rules, natural speech rhythm. Mm, maybe I will discuss about it another time, another episode. Rap and freestyle could be considered another way to transform poetry into music, meaning the ability to transform something to be easily listened to. Music can be viewed as a poem to give a message you could listen to and understand better because of the help of the sound in the background. Time is almost up and I want to conclude by sharing a personal story. Poetry has the power to bring people together. My dear friend who died last year that I've mentioned in the grief episode Go back to listen to it if you didn't. And I became closer thanks to a poem. <laughs> the story is long, but I try to resume briefly. In the last year of middle school, about 15 years ago, our English teachers suggested making a class project about a movie and working on the historical backgrounds. She decided to choose Greece. Then the teacher divided the class in couples to work on different subjects. My friend and I worked on a poem. This activity got us closer. We were spending time together. The poem was The Tiger, written by William Blake in 1794. And I will read just a few lines. Tiger, tiger, burning bright. In the forest of the night, what immortal hand or eye could frame this fearful symmetry? And what distant deeps or skies burned the fire of fine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare says the fire? It's a poem in which the author asks so many questions of the tiger about its creator and its traits. The poet wonders how the creator would have felt after completing his creation. But the core is about a specific hidden question. Did God exist? This poem is looking for possibility of the coexistence between good and evil without saying it out loud, but through metaphors. The fact is that poetry is a form of expression in which you can hide messages that can be caught only if you pay attention, and therefore it's not actually appreciated 100%. But if you can be turned into a song, Maybe it will be easier, in my opinion. Therefore, I think it is interesting to have lyrics when I'm listening to a song because I feel the words through the sound of the heart is even better. 
What do you think? Stay tuned for more. XX Sunny Tamiles.